0: you walk up into the group and I stand out like a sore thumb. I don't fit in there. And she's like, that's what makes you so special. And I just lost it, you know, in a good way. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. It, it I kind of knew it, but to hear somebody say it like that to me, that somebody that I look up to and I admire and somebody that sees me that I wasn't really sure if they saw me, that was really, really nice. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, gals, and welcome to another episode of The Get Up Girl with your gal, Joanna Vargas. You know, I always start off with saying thank you so much for each and every one of you. And I am obsessed with your written reviews on iTunes or is it Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. I appreciate it so much. And I always start a show by reading one of your reviews. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for all the DMs and you know the messages that I receive on Instagram. And I want to say thank you. So I'm going to start off with a review on Apple Podcast from Miss V Rod 33. So if this is you, please DM me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official and say, hey, that's me and I will send out some swag to you. My team and I will mail it out to you and because we want to say thank you and we want you to be walking around so that more gals can know about this podcast and get this message out to more out in the world. The review is titled Obsessed exclamation mark three times love it five-star review from miss V rod 33 i cannot express how much i needed her voice in my ears I love how real she is and everything she talks about is so relatable. The questions she asks allows you to be curious and she's given me permission to just be more curious. Oh, yes. Every woman needs to listen to her heart emoji. Oh, thank you, Miss V Rod 33. I appreciate you so much. That is just uh makes my day. So if you're listening to this, please go to Apple podcast and write a review Five stars, please, so that more gals can hear this podcast. That's what helps me get it out. You know, the algorithm and that's how it works. So the more that you put reviews, the more that it pops up for people to see. And let's get into the show, right? You're like, Joanna, we got it. Okay, let's jump in. I just got back from a four-day retreat slash mastermind with Chris Harder's Elite Entrepreneur Mastermind. And it was in Arizona right next to the Grand Canyon and we camped and it was like glamping, yet it wasn't that much glamping. I mean, it was still really cold at night got all the way down to maybe 35 degrees. I mean, enough for it to freeze water, right? It was pretty cold. We There were no heaters. There was no electricity. And the showers were like you had to pull this little lever and the water would come out. In order to hold the water, you had to hold the lever down. And so it wasn't a regular, you know, shower. And so I only showered, I think, once because it was so cold. So out of those four days, I mean, we were pretty much camping, right? And I wanted to express to you what I learned on that trip because there were so many aha's, right? Just like any retreat or any mastermind or or class that you go to and really emphasizing the importance of investing in yourself. It's really interesting to me that Right after high school, so many individuals, their ultimate goal is to go to college and they invest a lot of money and then most of them are in debt afterwards, paying it for years and years and years. I have a girlfriend that she's 50 years old and she's still paying her college tuition and I think she's just about to be ending it. And the point I bring this up is that we'll invest or it's more normal to invest early to go to college, but yet to invest in yourself, in your business or other things of that nature, it's kind of looked and frowned upon. And I think it's becoming more and more prevalent yet. When I do tell, or in the past, you know, when it wasn't as sexy as it is now, pre-Instagram days, I've always invested in myself for the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years in business, and I always knew that that came first. Literally, like I would rather invest in myself than, you know, have a place to live. I'm like, oh, I'll sleep on somebody's couch. I don't care. I'd rather go to this Tony Robbins event. And I've just kind of always been wired that way. And I get it that not everybody's wired that way. But I do want to preface that it's so important to invest in yourself. Ask, are you investing in your mind? Are you always going for the freebie stuff? I invest, I, I, you know, I read books and I listen to podcasts and yeah, I get it, but put your money where your mouth is. It's totally different when you get something for free than when you pay for it, because when you pay for it, you show up, it's different. It's just like, I don't know, let's say you go to like a concert, right? And you're going to get a bottle of water. And it's one of those festivals where bottles of water are like $8. Let me tell you, you will drink every ounce of that bottle of water. And when you get free water, when it's just passed out, sometimes you see half bottles of water just thrown everywhere. It's completely different than when you're paying eight bucks a bottle of water. And that's the example I'm telling you, because when you invest, you show up and you really want to, you know, I guess want to say milk it, right? And get the most that you can. So here are the lessons that I got from the Grand Canyon from this event. The first one was a question that I started to ask myself, am I using the tools against myself? And this is one thing that I've discovered that in the metaphysical world, in the laws of attraction world, in the spiritual world, I see a lot of us, and I'm going to say it myself included, we use the tools against us. For example, it doesn't feel right. I'm not in alignment yet, so I'm not going to do it. And many times that's using the tools against us. That's like using an excuse not to move forward. And many times just because it doesn't feel good doesn't mean that we're not in alignment. It might mean something else. So my show last week was Jealousy is a call to action. So a lot of times if we have jealousy, we may not think that we're supposed to act or we're not in alignment, but maybe it's just a call to action to do something else. So I'm going to explain where I got this, you know, question. The second night we had a dinner and we had two really nice dinners. Okay. And the first dinner, it's interesting because when I walk into these rooms, there's, these are very, very high level entrepreneurs hence the title Elite Entrepreneur Mastermind. And I purposefully joined at the beginning of this year because I wanted to be stretched, I wanted to be uncomfortable, and I wanted to be in a room where people were going to scare me, okay? And I am scared. Every time I go into these rooms, I'm like, oh my gosh. And people always ask me like, how do you do it? How do you walk into these rooms? I'm like, oh my gosh, it's big girl panties time. Because I guess I've been always used to being the big fish the shark in the rooms. And now I'm I'm the little guppy. I'm not the big fish when I walk into these rooms. So we walk in to the dinner and I can feel my level of anxiety come up. You know, it's really nice. There's candles lit and everybody's talking. And I kind of just walk in and I feel like I'm eight years old again, walking into Girl Scout camp going, oh my gosh, who am I going to sit with? We kind of all get that, right? It's not just me, party of one, with that feeling like, oh, and I'm very outgoing. I'm very personable. I could talk to anybody. Yet, let me preface it, gals, that I can talk to anybody in rooms where I feel comfortable, in rooms where I feel like I'm the shark, in rooms where I feel like I'm the smartest one. Now, it's difficult for me to, or at least I'm working on it. That's the story I'm telling myself, that it's, it's a little harder for me to just break the ice with people that make me uncomfortable with people that stretch me with people that I may feel like they don't get me our backgrounds are different (laughs) This story that I keep telling myself and I'm like this is just bs but I am buying this story and I was telling myself it well for a while and so when I walked into the room I'm like, okay, where am I going to sit? And you can see everybody going, where are you going to sit? Where are you going to sit? Let's sit here. Let's sit here. And nobody's really doing that with me, right? And I'm like, well, Joanna, you just got to take a seat. And wherever you sit is where it is meant to be, quote unquote. Okay. Now this is the tool that I was using against me. It's going to be meant to be, the universe will sit you where you're supposed to, but yet The universe doesn't want you to back down and be small and pathetic. And that's what I was doing. I'm like, oh, I'll sit over here. So, you know, instead of saying, hey, where are you sitting? I'd like to sit next to you and let's have a conversation. I didn't do that where I would normally, normally, normally do that. Okay. Again, in the rooms where I'm the bigger one. So I just take a seat and I kind of take a seat in the back. Uh, It's in the center, but I'm still in the back. Right. So I can look out because I don't want my back towards everybody. So at least I chose that purposefully. and. It's that little like girl feeling like nobody's asking me where to sit. Mm, Come on. Joanna, you ask somebody where they want to sit with you. You ask somebody, hey, can I sit here with you? And I was using the tools against me. Okay. So I sat down and had lovely dinner and, you know, was talking to some people. Okay. That was great. Right. Then the next night we come to the next dinner and I could feel it again. I was a little bit later to the dinner. So people had already chosen their seats. Right. Right. And now they're trying to get us together and go, okay, everybody sit down. I'm like, oh God, here we go. We're doing this again. And I couldn't tell what seats were taken or not taken, right? And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to sit in somebody's seat and it's already taken. And then there's, that's awkward. Do I get up? So I went for like the most obvious seat that was not taken. And that was the one way in the back in the corner. And I took that seat. And again, I can hear my voice saying, the universe will put you exactly where you're supposed to sit, right? And it was such a cop out. It was such a pathetic, plain, small moment rather than like, let me make a beeline for the center. Let me shoot. Let me ask more people. Hey, is this taken? Hey, is this taken? Is this taken? Is this taken? I didn't ask anybody. I didn't ask questions, period. I went right to conclusion of the universe has a divine program for me or whatever. What a load of crock. Okay. And I was using the tools against me to play small. So I chose this seat and I felt like I was all the way in the back, but I'm like, that's ah, okay. You know, whatever. Nobody asked me to sit. Okay. So now I'm having a conversation with this girl across from me. And then Chris Harder, the, our leader, he was sitting right next to me, right? And then we had an amazing conversation. We probably talked for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. So that was a real blessing because I was able to sit with him. Now, here's the thing that's coming up. And I just go into question, not into conclusion. Was I really meant to sit there to sit next to Chris because it was a great conversation? Or can I still have chosen another seat? And of course, both can be. There's no right and there's no wrong. It's just for me to be in curiosity of going, hmm, Joanna, you know, you played small and pathetic and you chose that spot. And then so is it so that you, I didn't even know he was sitting there. Right. But it was also awesome that I got to talk to him. Right. And we had a really cool, deep, deep chat. Okay. And then I found myself kind of playing small and pathetic when I was talking to him. Like I was telling him, oh, here's all my stories. Here's all my, wah wah. This is why I'm not, you know, doing what I want to in my business and my career, and why I'm not leveling up because the way he sees me is like Joanna, you are a star. You should be way bigger than you are. You're just playing small, right? And I'm like, I know, you know. And I just, I started to tear as he's talking to me, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not boohoo crying, but I am like, really tearing big. And we had a great conversation. So we go afterwards to a little fireside chat. Now we're all sitting around the fire and we start to play this like truth or dare game. And we all played, we all did truth. Right. But it was a really fun, like to play like a 12 year old game, right. With a bunch of 30, 40, 50 year olds. Right. And so we're sitting around and Laurie, his wife asked me a question. And she goes, she picked me and everybody looked at me. I'm like, oh my gosh, she sees me. And that's when like, boom, it hit me. People can see me and you're playing small. You think that nobody's looking. And she looks at me and she says, you're really big. You have so many talents. You do this. And, you know, she really leveled me up. And then she said, why is it that you're playing small? What is it? and as soon as she said that, I began to tear, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, this was perfect for her to ask me because I needed an ass kicking, and right there, I opened up, and what I said was, I don't feel like I fit in, and here's the thing. I know everybody there understood it that I didn't thought I didn't fit in in that group, and actually, what I meant was that yes, and I had a realization, and this is my second thing that I learned about myself, and I would have like never really articulated it this way, but that I don't feel like I fit in on this planet. I I don't think I ever felt like I fit in ever since I was a little girl. I've always felt different. I feel like I think differently, you know, and as I explain this to people, they're like, no, you're, you fit in. And you know, the typical cliche, and I'm like, no, I'm just trying to explain to you. I don't need you to validate what I'm saying or turn it around. I'm just telling you, I feel like I don't fit in. Can we just have a conversation? Right? So when they do that, then I just shut up. I don't say anything after that. I'm like, ah, forget it. I'm not even going to move forward with this because, I mean, I think, anyway, it doesn't matter. So when I started to say that, I got the second thing was that I really don't feel like I fit in. I'm single. I'm in my 40s. I don't have kids. I've never been married. Uh, I don't have a dog. I live alone. Like so many things that other people have. And this story that I'm telling myself of like where I should be or what I should have, what of this Instagram life that I should have at my age and I don't have. And here's the truth, gals. I really don't care. Here's the thing. It's not mine. I know this story is not mine. But what I realized is that when I'm around other people, I feel like I don't fit in. For example. The conversations, the questions, like put yourself in my shoes. And if you're around and many of you, if you do have kids and things like that, if you're talking about your kids and talking about this and talking about your husband and talking about your house and talking about this, I'm sitting there going, I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. And I don't think that anybody wants to hear about my single life that I'm dating on these apps, you know, or maybe they do. Again, is this a story that I'm telling myself? But I'm like, nobody's asking me about my dating life, so I really don't think they care. So I'm telling myself this story like a broken record over and over again. And that's what I realized. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I don't fit in. So I play small so I can fit in. Because I'm like, I already feel like if I don't fit in. So if I really double down on my gifts, I'm really not going to fit in, right? And I'm already uncomfortable as it is. And if I 10X my dreams, am I really going to stand out now? And it was like, (gasps) light bulb, Oprah moment. And what Lori told me that day around the fire, she says, you are different. She's like, but that's your magic. That's why you're so special. And I'm tearing up right now as I'm saying it because as she said it I'm like, wow. That's my magic that I'm a freaking weirdo, that I'm not like everybody else. That like it's it's interesting to be a female. And gals, if you're out there too, let me know that I don't have that gene to want to be a mom. Like I just don't. I feel like I'm like, am I a a dude? Am I a guy? Like, I just don't have that gene. And I don't want kids, but sometimes I wish I wanted to have kids. Do you get what I'm saying? Because I feel like everybody's been to Disneyland but I. It's like that. And everybody's talking about Disneyland and they're talking about the Matterhorn and they're talking about Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Donald Duck. And I'm like, I've never been there before, so I don't know. So I'm sitting at the table going, I don't know, I'll just listen to your stories about Disneyland, but I've never been. I want to want to go, but I don't have a ticket to Disneyland. That's the best way I can describe it, right? And yes, that's a story that I'm telling myself, but I want to express and explain this to you. So... Uh, Is there something in your life where you feel like you don't fit in and that's actually your magic? That's actually what makes you powerful because you're not like everybody else in whatever aspect it is, you know? And, um, so the second one, second lesson was my magic is in how I stand out. That's actually what makes me special that I, you walk up into the group and I stand out like a sore thumb. I don't fit in there. And she's like, that's what makes you so special. And I just lost it, you know, in a good way. I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Like it, it, I kind of knew it, but to hear somebody say it like that to me, that somebody that I look up to and I admire and somebody that sees me that I wasn't really sure if they saw me, that was really, really nice. And um, the third lesson I got was that I can uncreate a business if it doesn't bring me absolute joy. Now, I have a couple businesses, I don't know, four or five or after the pandemic, a lot of them are changing or we're trying to revamp them. And I feel like I'm trying to revamp things that are on, what is it, a lifeline or or they're they're on, they're in a coma, okay? (laughs) And they have tubes all over their body and I'm like trying to give it CPR and save it. I'm like, I can uncreate this even though it made a lot of money before the pandemic. And I'm like, well, what if it can make a lot of money later? And all these stories, I'm like, but it doesn't bring me joy. What brings me joy is talking to you gals on this podcast. And I'm like, I love this. This is so much fun. Why don't I just do more Get Up Girl podcasts? You know, so that was a big aha, because the question was from Chris Harder before we went on a Grand Canyon ten mile hike all the way down and all the way up. And this was a surprise too. He asked us, I want you to think about this question. How can you make two times more money this year? And how can you be two times more happier this year? I'm like, Whoa, that's big. That's deep. Right. And my aha was that they're both the same. If I'm two times happier, then I'll make two times more money because I'll have less resistance and the money will just come. And this was before the fireside chat that I was telling you about. So, I already had like a cracking open of my soul. And what came to me, I would have probably never said this, you know, like I didn't think it was at the surface, but what came to me was, Joanna, I don't fit in. I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Okay. So, we had a partner and we're talking about it. And then it goes deeper and deeper. Like, I really, I don't fit in. Like in my family and when they have kids and they have birthday parties and they don't invite me because they think that I don't want to be there because I don't have kids. I mean, the story went on and on and on. And I'm like, it just started to come out like I was regurgitating it, just vomiting it out. I'm like, where is this coming from? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. And the pandemic just kind of unveiled how different I am because everybody has their lives and then there's single Joanna just kicking it. And I'm like, whoa, I am playing this story hard And so that came up and then being able to uncreate a business and stand out even more. I'm like, are you willing to be even the weirdo more people like, why are you ending this? What, what are you doing? Right. And (laughs) I don't think I get much of that, but yet, even if I get a little bit, it feels like a lot. I think people stopped, you know, asking me, what are you doing, Joanna? Because they just kind of gave up. Like They're like, there goes Joanna. She's doing her own thing again. So those are the three takeaways from, you know, that mastermind in the Grand Canyon. So let's review them. First one was, am I using the tools against myself? Ask yourself, gals, this whole week. Coming up, it is Monday, Monday kickoff. Forgot to say that. You know, let's go off into the week. Let's have a great week and ask yourself, am I using this against me? Am I just using this as like a tool that I think I'm cool and actually it's like total BS, I call BS? Second thing, my magic is in how I stand out. So gals, how how do you stand out? What is your magic? How are you the weirdo? Man, that is powerful. Third thing. I can uncreate any business I want if it doesn't bring me joy. It's all good. Next, right? I don't have to hold on to it. I don't have to revive it. Or I could put it on a back burner, little shelf, and then bring it back later. You know, there's not these rules. But with this pandemic, I was just like caught up in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's seven months later. I'm still caught up in it. Take a breath. So by going away... And looking everything in aerial view, I was able to see like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm not happy. I don't like that. And so those are three takeaways. And, you know, really being at that mastermind, there were so many triggers for me. And it had nothing to do with the mastermind. It's just like it's a mirror, right? And I've always had my biggest breakthroughs at events because I get triggered. Right? And this is another tool that we use against ourselves. You go to events, you have coaches, you have this, you're going, oh, that didn't work for me. Oh, I didn't like those people. Oh, that was a dumb song that they played, or whatever. That's you using the tools against you. You were just triggered with something that there's something deeper, something's coming up. It's a call to action. So my triggers were a call to action, totally. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it has nothing to do with these people here. It has nothing to do with this mastermind. This is all me. This is just a trigger. It's coming up. Something that I cleared last year, something I cleared 10 years ago, and it's just coming up again like a new little weed, right, to unveil and to discover and to open and go, ooh, what's this now? This is something new. I didn't know I had this, right? Because here's the thing with self-development, girls. I've been in self-development for, you know, for over 20 years and also coaching. And this is the biggest thing that I discovered is that individuals that are new to self-development usually most likely think that they're going to just miraculously change in one hour, in one session, in one Tony Robbins three-day event. And it doesn't work like that. It's just like fitness. You're not going to have a six-pack after doing 10 minutes of crunches. Like that's nice, but you got to do them every day. You gotta do a little bit every day and stay consistent and a habit. And that's the same thing with self-development. And every time you do something new, you learn something new about yourself. You're like, wow, I thought I already, I thought I already got that lesson. Oh, here's a new one. Here's another one. Right? And I think of it like that movie. Benjamin Button, right? When he goes backwards in time, I kind of feel like that. Like we've lived our lives. I don't know. We're 20, 30, 40 years old. We get into self-development and then we go backwards and go, Oh, let's unveil all this stuff, all these layers of crap that we believed from other people, all these stories that we took on and let's remove them. It's just like Benjamin Button. We're going backwards. Okay, let's go backwards from last year. Let's go backwards from when you were five years old and that happened. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, it's never, and like, you just have to laugh at it, right? But that's the whole fun of it. If we had it all down perfect, we'd be bored to death. Gals, that's what actually we like. We like all the stuff. We like the best part is the journey. The best part is getting there. So I hope you really had something to take away from this one because this was pretty big for me. And um, what I would love for you to do is screenshot this or, you know, take a video of yourself and put it up on your social, on your stories. Tag me, Joanna Vargas Official, on Instagram, and let me know what your takeaways were from this show. I would be so incredibly grateful. And please remember to review on Apple Podcasts, five-star review, write a review, please, because when you do that, The podcast is able to get out to more listeners. And that's what I want so that we can share this message with more women. And I appreciate you all dearly. And just so you know, I am starting a 30 day meditation challenge. I have been called, like it keeps coming up in my life, right? And I know when I meditate every morning consistently, my day feels so much more easeful. And we're only going for three minutes, three minutes every day. Easy. You got this. 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you're a different part of the world, you know, check what time that is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in the morning. It can be any time, right? For you. But I would like for you to log in live. And I'm going to go live on Instagram every day, 7 a.m. I'll have one minute of intro and then three minutes of meditation, visioning, and then for 30 days. And just see if you can do it every day for 30 days. You get off, you jump back on. It's all good. And so what I want you to do is text me. You're going to text me the word meditation, just the word meditation to 310-524-9857. The phone number is also in the show notes and you can text that to me and every day I'll send you a little bit of inspiration just to say, Hey, remember this is going to happen. We're going to go live and right on Instagram. So you got to be on Instagram for that, but I'll send you a text and I'm curious to see how our lives can change in one month for three minutes a day. And I would love for you to join me and all of us. And, you know, I'm so incredibly grateful. And remember, gals, you've got this and get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored If you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review, I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.